What's up, everybody? Welcome. It's Monday. It's Thanksgiving week. And what a week it's going to be. It's going to be a really fun week. A lot of great shows. Uh, we're going to be doing some reviews. I got the first two episodes of Hawkeye that's going to come out. I'm going to review that. I got House of Gucci. We've got the last um, rewatch of the Spider-Man movies the, 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 into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Matt Sarah is coming on the show on Wednesday. So that's going to be a blast. And then today I got my buddy. Mark Ellis is going to be on. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things. He didn't get a chance to see Rocky vs. Drago yet, but he'll he'll talk to me. Oh, about I had it. a chance. You had a chance. He <laughs> just didn't watch it. That's true. And he'll also talk about. Um, we'll talk some Spider Man. We'll talk about upcoming movies, whether it's Matrix or any of these things that we got coming out. And going back to the movie theaters again, and how that's been at least for me, because I don't think he's done anything. Um, so we'll 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 talk about that as well. So what I'd like you guys to do first of all, subscribe to the new channel if you haven't done that. Please do that. Subscribe and hit that. That notification button please it is very very important and if you can also the way to do this is to go to the podcast feed go to the podcast feed and either spotify apple podcasts wherever podcasts are found go on over there rate review all that audio is very very important and i thank you guys and we're going to get into this it's myself it's mark ellis we're going to be talking about a great many things it's the big thing Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a big thing. And happy Thanksgiving week. We're going to be with your families, doing great stuff, stuffing, whatnot. Look at this guy. Look at this Mark Ellis. Stuffing fan right here. How are you doing, buddy? I like the I like it when it's just like the outer rim of the stuff, the, yeah. uh, the, 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 the burnt. Yeah. I don't like meals that are properly prepared. I found this out about myself. Why is that? I either want it burnt or I want it I want it not burned enough. Like if you're making me like breadsticks, I want I want them doughy. You know, I don't want them fully cooked. I want them a little doughy. Why is same that? with my cookies? I want yeah. them very soft baked. But then if I'm if I'm like getting meat or like stuffing yeah. or something like that, I want a little char to it. So if it's right, perfectly cooked, as the instructions say, yeah. disgusting. Let me ask you a question. Hit me. Who hurt you as a child? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I think it all started when I put that Black Sabbath <laughs> tape in Teddy Ruxpin's back, and he just started saying things that I, I wasn't prepared for a toy bear to say. I can't review much on House of Gucci until it comes out, You've but there is it. a cameo by Teddy Ruxpin in the movie. No crap, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, is this you saw the movie or you just went over to Tom Dagnino's house? Both. No, I uh, saw the movie. He was supposed to come with me, but to no one's surprise, he, uh, he, he didn't show up. So you knew that was going to happen. What? I don't have to. He's like, uh, I'm in the movie. Oh, look. Here's the thing. Croatia. I got, a, I got a lot of things going on at the minute. Why'd you, well, then why'd you tell me you want to go? Uh, I want to go. I just don't know if I can. He expressed desire. Yeah, and he's like, I was like, well, the movie, what time am I going to be there? Well, this thing starts at 4. It'd be great if you got there like 3.40, but, you know, I'll hold you a seat and get there at 4. And let me see what I can do. Doesn't look like I'm going to make it. <laughs> so, I, I wonder, though, if you told him, hey, hey be there at 3. You know, like, like, would he just, is he one of those people who you just have to, because I've started doing that with some people. Yeah, he's like that. He's doing okay, where you it. just tell them, "Hey, you you got to be there at this time," because they're never going to be there at that no. time. So now, when they actually show up, it's the prescribed time. That's that's. But I just didn't. I tell do that them. to my wife. Oh yeah. She, she, like if I if I know that we need to be somewhere at like three thirty. Yeah. You know, I tell her we need to be there at three, mm -hmm. and then we get there right like three twenty, three thirty. Has she caught on to your game? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 
sometimes. But, like uh, you, you could, you should like hire like friends of yours that are yeah. like getting married or whatever. Yeah. They send you the invitation like, hey, I I know this is a big ask. I'll reimburse you on change our it. invitation. Can you just change the time <laughs> to forty five minutes earlier? It's true. Those types of things she's usually all right with, but it's it's just like it's even when we're when we're, get, we're leaving to go anywhere, it's like. The amount of things mm-hmm. that she's got to check off, and I'm sitting in the car. If I had a dollar for every time I was sitting in the car waiting for her and watching the front door, the same scenario. The so you go to the day. car. But, yeah, I'm like, she'll meet me in the car. And and mm-hmm. I could always, if I wanted to, I could just say, why? I just don't need to do all the stuff you got to do, and then I'll walk out there. But instead, I go, no, you know what? I'm going to take the kids. I can listen to some music. I can check some texts, and I'll see you in 15 minutes. It, it does put a little bit of heat on them. Whoever's still inside the house, if you're about to leave, there's a little bit of pressure that you feel if you know everybody else in your brood is out there waiting in a started car. I think that's accurate. You ever lay on like, the horn? I think, uh, no, I don't, nah, I don't, don't do I, the horn. I don't that, want to that, sleep that's on the couch. That's a couch. Ender. That's a couch. That's a couch moment. I don't want to do that. It's just at least it's at least the eyes moment that I don't want to deal with. Yeah, like I was telling you, I was when I was at I went to see House Gucci when I was there. You can't um, tell me if you liked it or not. I can't. I I think my initial reactions I can give social. It's just like it, it's a it's definitely the kind of return to form by Ridley Scott. You know, it's like they, oh, it's good. like you know when Ridley Scott yeah. puts out a movie and you just like when he puts out something like eh. the counselor, right? Um, He's always got a comeback pitch though. I liked I I liked the movie. Okay, I like the movie, but I'm gonna go a little bit more into depth. Did um, you see the last mm-hmm. duel? I never got a chance. No to. one else did. So what did he put two? Did he put two movies. Yeah, two out movies this year. Like two months. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. You got a Damon and Affleck, and uh, and their knights are, and nobody saw the movie. Nobody saw the movie. Yeah, I know. And like four million dollars opening weekend. Those types of movies aren't working in the theater. Right? I, I I get it's a post pandemic, but I but still not just that. But not feel just, like. I don't even think, I think right now even if if pandemic cleared up, I think that people yeah. now because of streaming, dude, like the amount of quality yeah. and content that you get. I mean, look, Red Notice is not a great movie, but the fact that you've got three major movie stars, mm-hmm. and that's the type of movie that comes out in the early two thousands and makes. Hundred million. Oh yeah, 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 right. That's a franchise, and now it comes out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a and that's a big movie. That's a, movie, a kablam. A movie like Last Duel, people aren't are like aren't rushing out to see that. Yeah, because they're going to spend money. I finally saw well, that. So what we can talk about? That's actually what we can make the, the majority of this about now. A spoiler review of Shang Chi. We got a new big thing. No, yeah, it is. That'll be that'll be. That's what I'll title it. I'll title it Shang Chi spoiler. What, this review. don't title it that. The Why? movie came out like four months ago. People are waiting for me to talk about it. Well, I got a chance to. And you're going to use me as your you saw as your pawn in this well, game. You saw the movie. That it's the one it. movie that I can talk about that I know that you saw. I just look. See anything I, else? Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Shang Chi, yeah, which, I, okay. which sure. I really did enjoy. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Eternals, I you know had some issues with like the the length, but but the storytelling itself yeah. was, was was really well done. I'm just I I don't know where we're going with uh with with, with the Spider-Man thing. Oh, with Spider-Man. Okay, let's get into that. Then. I, so the trailer I'm sound like I'm yelling at clouds here. Yes. Okay, so I know that cinema's rich with a history of protagonists who make a questionable decision, then yeah. that sets off our chain of events, right? So, for instance, uh, with Iron Man, yeah. when he wanted to put a suit of armor over the world, and more, that, that didn't work out so well, right? Yeah, right. Well, no, he wasn't allowed to. But the whole movie, well, he he built Ultron to try to do that, right? Right. right. And then Civil War happens, yes. they have these whole things. But that is that is such a rich debate between two characters who you can both kind of see their logic in. But then you also have... These moments of stupidity and emotion mm-hmm. that flabbergast me to the point where it takes some of the enjoyment out of the film for Great me. Great use of the word, by the way. Case in point, yeah. Star Wars at the end of Infinity War. Yeah. Right? 
because he freaks out emotionally because somebody said something mean about his dead girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And that now, was stupid, yeah. now we, we lost billions of people. Because that stupid movie. Yeah. Because of that one rash emotional decision. Right. Although, if you if you really dive deep into Eternals, you'd think that maybe you know Thanos had a point. I I always thought Thanos yeah. had many points. Yeah. But then I watched the Spider-Man trailer, and like it's cool we're going to have all these timelines. How do we get these timelines? Well, it's because Doctor Strange is casting a spell, and this... I know he's just a high schooler, A-hole. but he's also been all over the world fighting crime right. with the greatest vigilantes in the universe. And he, while the doctor is conducting his thing, even when I was a kid, I would know if a doctor's operating on me, right. don't move. Stay still. Don't say let anything. Him, let the and he's like, oh, but maybe MJ could still, and yeah. maybe Aunt May. Yeah. Now I got to root for this kid who, by the way, because of that one moment of idiocy, now all these other timelines are open. Countless numbers of of lives are at stake because of him. I used to, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. John McClane did not like buy his German buddy a plane ticket and said, oh, come to L.A. And then that's the reason why the terrorists did it. Right. That that is what bothers me about it. I know, but you said it. You said it. You started the conversation with it. This is a 17-year-old kid. Who, who, by the way, has been exposed to the world yeah. that his identity now, and they all think that he killed Mysterio, yeah. and now he's running around, and he's and he's got this, and now the only person that he trusts is MJ. It's the only one that he can rely on. He wants to take, he wants everybody to forget that he's Spider-Man, but it means that the one girl that he finally loves that he's trying for so long is going to forget also, and that's what connected them. At 17, this the stuff that you went through to try to and, and imagine and, and having those powers, I don't know, I'll give him a pass. <sighs> Dude, I think it's, it's I, I think it's a it's a dope, we don't know and we also don't know what how it's going to happen and we also don't know the benefits plus the fact a lot of people think that that Doctor Strange is the Doctor Strange from What If and that's not the actual Doctor Strange. All right, well you have all these theories wh- wh- yes. which which again I'm I'm excited to see the movie tepidly but I also it arrives at my second point where I think I'm just I'm starting to drift on the the, the cosmology of the the universal yeah. implications of this okay. the alternate I know you're a huge alternate timeline guy. Um, Gotta watch Loki, man. I I just prefer a little more. It doesn't mean that we can't have fantastical space exploration, but it's yeah. like it, it just seems like there's just so much, much that we're just wrapping into this, and now I got to worry about other timelines. Yeah. And it just doesn't it seem for you because like I I read comic books when I was a kid. Yeah. Is this gonna our, our mass audiences not because like it's I see great, hardcore yeah, comic book fans that we're friends with yeah. the the Koi Janders of the world are like Losing eating this up with a spoon because yeah. they're so excited which is great because they're so steeped in the war it, the casual movie fan are they going to get I'm very curious to I see agree. how these movies play going forward I agree with you that's a question I asked but you know what you sound very negative no you don't I, it's, I it's, do. it's a good question to ask because you know but you know what my answer to that question would be is into the spider verse that movie made four hundred million dollars. Yes, it did. But that's a that that first of all, the animation does separate it. It does, and it's also the fact that that yeah. was never tying into the MCU that we had come to. Now there's those characters exist in that world, but that felt like a one-off yeah, fun yeah. adventure D- to me. Different, different questions though, because as far as getting it and understanding it, right? So yeah. they set up the multiverse mm-hmm. inside of that movie, and the multiverse made sense inside of the movie. I, Absolutely right. understand what you're right. saying as far as connecting to another. That's a different different argument, but like the understanding of the multiverse, I think they set it up pretty well. It was pretty simple. I think it's more the the, the canon ties that you right. have to go retroactively make sure this thing fits within 27 movies. Star Wars has the same problem yes. sometimes, and then also going forward, now we've set all these cool things up, so we can't really put the genie back in the bottle. And so, it, do you remember the first movie in the MCU was two rich scientists mm-hmm. fighting each other? Mm-hmm. 
on earth. Yeah. And now we're in this really exciting place because it opens a lot of doors to storytelling, but it also opens so many doors that it just feels confusing to me. And again, maybe it is just the factor that I'm I'm a little fatigued. Maybe yeah. I'm just too old yeah. to, to care about it, but it, it feels like I enjoy it, it's the same thing. I go back to like playing Nintendo. You know, like yeah. I love having the, the two buttons and then Super Nintendo's like, well, we got four it's buttons sim- now. You like the simplified stuff. And I think that a lot of people are, like you said, Captain America, I know his story, I know what it is. But when you start getting like Eternals where there's overall beings mm-hmm. watching or there's alternate timelines or these, you know, like the, the time police inside of Loki and all of that stuff, right? Like that's absolutely, it's like I think my wife will be lost on a lot of stuff. And yeah. not, not, not even that she won't get it. She'll get it. I don't think she'll care. Mm-hmm. Right, um, but it does but, get very convoluted. But sometimes. I'll tell you the reason why I think that this one will work to the overall audience because it's Spider Man as a bunch of villains. But it's also because they're bringing back Toby and Andrew. Now, whether or not now whether or not they officially announced we it think, or not, we think they are. Yes, but we know that they're bringing back Willem Dafoe. We know that they're bringing back Doc Ock. Yeah, right? we know. So what that does is, even if you weren't connected to the MCU alone. That if you like those particular movies, right? You go, oh well, that's the Doc Ock, and so then somebody, your friend tells you, yeah, pretty sure Toby's coming back. Toby's gonna be in this one, right? How? I don't understand. It's like, well, just watch. Which, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah. And, and again, the multiverse thing is not necessarily turning me off to this movie yeah. as much as the fact that how we got the multiverse. Like, I, I don't understand why. In, it can't if that is rogue Doctor Strange. Or that's what if Doctor Strange, or even if it's the right Doctor Strange. Why does it have to be the protagonist I'm supposed to be rooting for right, that, that doing this one stupid rash decision? I know he's 17 years old. Right. I get that. I know Star Lord maybe wasn't that world savvy, and he and he had puppy love. Yeah. But it's like, come on, man! I've been following you for so many movies and years now. Yeah. Can I, I? I'm just maybe it's just I'm thinking about the cost of the collateral damage sure you I mean, know look at the stuff that happened yeah but look look at the stuff that happened just from like you mentioned with the star lord stuff and those things but we also still don't know maybe if it is doc this doctor strange's plan to open this thing up to have more people in it and we don't know what the implication of no way home means some people think no way home means that he's not coming back and mm-hmm. he's going to be connected to this to the sony verse from now on that tom holland's going to be there that's yeah. where he's going to be some people think it means that the villains are going to there's no way home for the villains they're going to be stuck in the mcu right uh, because of the stuff that happened in venom and these other things good so, place to get stuck yeah so there's there's a lot i want to see how it pans out mm-hmm. you can't deny like this is one of those movies like i was talking about it uh, i can't remember to who but it's like i think it was Metzer. um but there's one of these this this is the type of movie they, they're rare right where you've got that level of excitement and i won't give it to the level of excitement of like the force awakens but like there's this thing about it where it becomes an event more so than just a movie right they, they, i mean they had an yeah. event to do the trailer reaction or watch for yeah i mean episodes. i i i feel like uh scorsese's words get taken out of context a lot with these movies but yeah. it does like when i watch that show in particular it does feel like i'm going to a theme park yeah and, and sure. that's but that's not necessarily a bad thing right because i'd be excited to shove a bunch of popcorn on my face and see what this spider-man does to when he fights too though uh you know sandman or yeah. whoever else comes back and maybe toby mcguire gets in a fight with tom hardy venom like it, it's it, it's a lot of cool premises but it just it didn't uh it, it didn't grab me in the way that i was hoping and i think a big reason is just because i'm thinking about the implications so, and why we're there in the first place. Well, it also was a great question that you asked because of the fact that I have watched all of Loki, mm-hmm. right? I did watch all of What If, mm-hmm. and and you see, we both seen the Eternals, but the Loki and What If, I think 
they really dive into this multiverse stuff. Yeah, I mean, what if specifically? Right. Like that's all the, the whole. Did premise you find yourself hanging in? Yeah, I love that shit though. Like that's that's like I love that stuff. Right. Like, I, like so the the what ifs are uh, you know if um if Tony Stark what what like, so in Killmonger saves Tony Stark before he gets kidnapped in the first movie mm-hmm. and he ultimately doesn't become Iron Man and these other right, things happen. Right. Like I like that idea of it because of the idea of the multiverse that if you think it and these things like it's it's infinite the multiverse. So there are many there's a multiverse where you and I never met. And, I know and all those and, things. And I know you love that stuff. I and love it. it. Just makes my head hurt. It, I, I can I barely it. function in this verse. And now you're telling me there's a bunch of other <laughs> verses that I have to deal with. There's like, a, there is a multiverse where you are married with children. Just think about how think about hard that. we worked to get this thing in Endgame done. Right. You know, right. And just think about how much we laid on the line, how much we sacrificed. Now you're telling me that's going on in an infinite other number of timelines that could be opened up at any time. It could be. If Doctor Strange hits one button instead of another button when he's casting a spell, it's all too much, Christian. I don't know if I can do it. It's anymore. a lot. It's a lot. And I, but I, I enjoy that. I don't want to be a wet blanket. I hope everybody enjoys Spider Man. Well, but I mean, you know. even, even, but Endgame had that, though. You know, Endgame had the, the multiverse. Endgame started the multiverse. Though. Endgame had Endgame had a very easy solution to oh, time it, travel. But like, where where yeah yeah we did time travel yeah. and even the time travel it's and again like I know it's just a trailer and so it's probably going to be a lot more streamlined yeah. and explained yeah. and, and palatable. But with Endgame we still and even that was a, was a lot like that scene where the America's ass scene when they go back yeah, into yeah. the it was it was fun but it was also like wait he so Robert Redford was in that building at that time and like and like all these other things and then that end fight scene when we get all our heroes back, that was just very easy because for me as a sports fan, I was like, oh, they all went into like a penalty box for five yeah, years. Just, and now it's like a hockey game and now they're all out, out of the penalty box and let's have this great fight. But they had that explanation, which is one of my favorite conversations about time travel in movies at all was when he's talking about Back to the Future and mm-hmm. you know, Back to the Future is bullshit, right? Yeah. And the whole thing, they, because the way that if you, depending on what you believe as far as how time uh, time and works and right. parallel, potential parallel universes is that if you went back and stopped your parents from meeting, mm-hmm. you would not cease to exist in this timeline because it's a different timeline. It's a, di- would, it's a different You would timeline. cease to exist right. in that timeline. Right. And so you could come back to this timeline and still because all of those events still happened. Right. And that's the way that they treated that. And that's the way that, depending on the science, most scientists that study this this thing, that's what they well, say. Well, they say that's the only happen. way it's possible is if it's another timeline that you're going Another to. timeline. Not, you would, not the current timeline. You wouldn't change. Yeah, whatever timeline it is that you change that you wouldn't exist. I'm a one-timeline you, you exist. You're I'm, a one-timeline nope, guy. I'm a one-timeline guy. That's it. Nope. You just want one timeline. Nope. If somebody goes back, <laughs> if you go back in time and you're you stop my parents future. from meeting, that's it. then I, you're dead. poof. Yeah. You like you're you're doing a show by yourself. Hey. Then maybe that's what I'll do. Yeah, you're doing a show without a. I wet guess that I did that anyway. I guess who, I did that. Who used to like movies? I'm sorry, to. I do like movies. You do, yeah. You don't. I'm a fan the of last cinema. Time? So I now I think I've been because last time we talked, you had been to the theater more than I because I wasn't going back. Yeah, and I mean, I saw I, I I I saw Shang Chi. Yeah, loved we can it. talk about it in a Um, man, those fight scenes were great, really good. And uh, but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything in the theaters since uh, the Eternals. Okay, I mean, I wasn't too far away. But, I saw, but Rocky Four, like, I'm definitely I didn't intrigued. See that in the theater. And I know, but yeah. I, I want to see Rocky Four. Um, but the thing that I, because actually, you and I were talking the day it dropped, and I was probably going to go home that night and watch Rocky Four, the new Rocky Four. Yeah. But then you told me about the documentary, and I was more intrigued by the documentary. The documentary. I, I, so I liked, watched that instead of Rocky Four. I liked the documentary better. Huh. Um, okay. The idea of what he does, and so he's just so inspiring. No matter what he does, yeah. Like especially the, that documentary is so inspiring. He just, I, 
I don't think you're going to like Rocky versus Drago. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Because you're you're pigeonholing me into this corner where Mark only likes music video workout montages and dumb robots. The music videos aren't gone. That's what I didn't understand. He made it seem in that documentary that the music videos, he, he wanted to get rid of the 80s music videos. I didn't get that feeling from the documentary. That's what he said. In the, in, I at one I, he, point, he, it looks like he's like, you know, it seems like it plays like these 80 music videos and they make they push like the black and white for the yeah. there ain't no easy way out. The robot is dead. Kill the robot. He, I can live without the robot. He, and it seems spiteful for me and I might be wrong, but he completely cuts out Brigitte Nielsen. Like she's not in the movie basically at all. Barely in huh. it at all. Like maybe maybe a couple like pops in here and there. She is ob- obsolete. I find her very integral to the events. She's fantastic in the movie because she's basically the the the, the mouthpiece of Drago. Well, that's kind of I bet you what his counter would be because he says it in the doc also is that he wanted to give Drago a little bit more to do, and which, he wants to humanize him, which he does. And, and the way she describes Drago. Yeah, like well, but she's it's it, it's it sh- more it's more the 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 train the guy the the Russian mouthpiece right who's so like, whatever he hits oh the he guy destroys. from like the Politburo or whatever yeah yeah they're they're both kind of trumping him up is that he is not a man he's a machine right they're right. both making him look like when we met Darth Vader well she tries to pretend in the movie you know like they have this relationship and they even they have that you know that scene in in the original when. Regina Nielsen goes up to Apollo Creed's wife before the fight and she's like mm-hmm. they're they're sportsmen they're yeah, soldiers yeah. gone. And like I thought that that is integral, right? I thought all that stuff was was pretty mm. good. Like what I thought overall mm. is that a lot yeah. of the stuff that he cut out, he like he added a lot of really good stuff. Right. I think he should have added the stuff and then kept a lot of stuff because the movie's still an hour and a half. He was it was always an hour and a half. Yeah. Still an hour and a half, but he cut out a ton of crap and then added a ton of stuff. I think that like they had a funeral scene for Apollo, which I thought was pretty emotional. I saw yeah, I saw that was going to be in there. The fight's different. The fight I like, um it's it's definitely a little more vicious. Mm-hmm. The punches sound a little less like, you know, sound effecty, right. which is good. But um there's a lot that works and there's a lot I said wish you just you, you didn't need to cut that. Like you know the whole scene with with when Rocky goes to Apollo right before the fight in the dressing room mm-hmm. and he goes, "You will when it's over." Mm-hmm. will when it's over like yeah. they cut that entire thing but then he brings it back in like a flashback at the end he just like just a little bit yeah. of the scene it's like no that scene right beforehand it, it, i didn't understand a lot of the stuff that he cut and like in the beginning of the movie it's like the first like four minutes is like a total recap of of rocky three and it's like it, there's like which is fine I don't hate that. the reason why i'm cool with it is because i know rocky the first rocky f- movie is like back of my hand right. right so someone who's just interested in seeing rocky versus drago who hasn't seen rocky three in years you you want a little uh previously on 24 I, so i understand it I, yeah. I i get it um i'm gonna need those for these uh for these mcu movies you know previously in the mcu i mean well it <laughs> does this time, and then this and then if yeah. you didn't see that tv show it, it's 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 a lot you you brought it up and i think you're right though it's like if like if you don't watch if you haven't watched What If and you haven't watched Loki, like I, it was a question that we had talked about beginning when these things were announced. Like, do you lose anything? I think you do lose a little or bit maybe as far even as the multiverse goes. Venom, let there be carnage, right? For you, the end, right? I didn't. I, did you see that movie? No, I didn't see it. But I, I heard, you know, this. I excitedly yeah. talked to one of our friends. One of our friends excitedly called me because I because I asked them. I was yeah. like, hey, just just kind of give me the blow by blow. Do I need to see this movie? I like Carnage. I I love Woody Harrelson. Right. Is it is it worth checking out? And then I was like, no, you can go ahead and spoil it. And then they told me what like the, scene, the end yeah. and then yeah. the post credit scene. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's that's interesting. Sounds fun. Yeah. That's how it all ties in. But um, anyway, there's that. 
so Shang Chi. Yeah. Um, and someone wrote this. I can't remember. It was one of the one of the commenters was like, "It's the problem with seeing movies if you don't see them right away because when there's a lot of hype on them, do they always live up?" Right. Sure. Uh, I, I liked this movie. Mm-hmm. I I definitely liked Eternals better. Uh, really? Yeah. I okay. liked Eternals, but I, I you're not wrong. The fights were amazing. Yeah. I thought that it was next level. That I I've never seen fight scenes that good in the MCU. It was it was it was very Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right? The way that they yeah. played into it. even have one of the actors um, from from the movies. I mean, so. some of it felt like the raid too, like it, uh, not not, not that to that far. level, not yeah. to that not to that uh, you know <laughs> gory Alonso's, grotesque. Alonso grabbing you and <laughs> we, our minds went to the same place, yeah. but but they they really did feel like like that quick and that authentic, and it, mm-hmm. it was just really cool movements. And I like the idea of the father and son story and Love the reasoning that. behind it. Like, there's some really good emotional beats. I thought the, he was really good as the lead character. I thought that um, Aquafina, I think, added a lot to the role because I was, I'm always nervous when they put in either A, that big of a star, B, someone with those comedic chops that it's going to just be like a like a Cat Jennings situation from the first Cat Jennings yeah you went from yeah. like the and who's right. who's grown on me since by the way she's been she in in WandaVision I thought she was fantastic okay but when it starts to become but she's not she's like the, their relationship is built really really well yeah. um like the fact that you don't know they're just kind of, they set it up are they boyfriend girlfriend are they are they mm-hmm. wife and I, no, they're just buddies that have been hanging out for a bit and he's just kind of laying low happen. yeah and then that scene on the train with drago by the way yeah so uh, <laughs> uh drago's son and um and it and it plays us into this world and it was me getting used to the world of this kind of the, of the martial arts traditional martial yeah. arts Combined with this fantastical stuff, because once they introduce a certain, well, it's a spoiler. So for you ever seen Shang Chi, then there you go. But once they introduce, um, ben, uh, is that the dog? Can I let the dude? Yeah, the let him. Here. Go ahead, you let him in. The dude. Bring him in. What's up, dude? Here he goes. So, up, so here comes the dude. Dude, come here. Hey, you know. We're on the air. Oh, Do you want? Hey, do you want to just bring him over here? Let him let him run over here. I'll, I'll grab him. What just let him run over here. He'll come over to me. I thought it was one so, of those scrolls right you're talking about. See, that's what that, everyone thinks is a scroll now. When he looks. Oh, look at he, the how, how good does he look on camera? He oh, really he's just photogenic. Well, he, he pops. He's starting to stink like Taz, though, I'll tell you that. Oh, 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 oh. He's really going at it. So, audio listeners right now. All right, so my, my wife is is taking him. Oh, oh. That, there you go. So, anyway, thanks, dude. Uh, just crack it, crack it just a little bit because we don't want the squirrels to get in here. Thank you. That's what I, that's what I'm dealing with now. Is squirrels. Um, anyway, so it's I like got that traditional. What do you got? An important call? Hmm? No, just uh, checking your tweets. Getting a lot of. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot of uh, incoming about so. things that we talked about before the show. No, 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 no. Work stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so Shang Chi. The traditional like martial arts side of it, and then once you get to the Ben Kingsley stuff, mm. when they reveal him, I didn't know how I was going to feel about that. But once again, I went and on Disney Plus, I watched that Hail to the King. Yeah, did you see that? Uh no. So it's like a little short film about him, Trevor, in jail, right? And they're like this, and they, he mentions it. He mentions it in Shang Chi mm. how reporter came, bro- and then he gets broken out by the Mandarin. 
because yeah. Maynard wants to talk to him for impersonating him, right? So that helped me with this movie because I had seen that. And I watched that little okay. short, and yeah. I knew exactly what he was talking about because some people might get lost. Like, How the hell did he get out of jail? He was in jail. and he ta- But it, he mentions it in the movie, talks about it. But you actually see all that. Right, right. And so I loved that. I liked the idea even when – Shang-Chi's dad is telling him, he's like, yeah, you know, people have been posing for me and the idea, the mythology behind how long he's been around with the rings, you know, the idea that he left it behind for his mother and how his mother passed. And I I thought all that stuff was really, really good. And like I said, I liked the movie a lot. I just, um, I wonder if I would have seen it a little early, you know, if I would have liked it Mm -hmm. more. I I don't know. I liked liked it. I just, I don't know if I fell in love with it the way that everybody else did. Yeah, I, oddly though, I I just like, I liked seeing Ben Kingsley again as mm-hmm. that character, but I just, it, it felt a little goofy. Um, it felt a little, uh, apologetic to me. It was like, Hey, remember I ran three. Sorry. Y- y'all didn't like that twist, but uh, now this is why it worked. And it just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it, it didn't like take me out of the movie, but I was like, that was the least interesting part of the movie. I to got me. a kick out of him when he was talking to the faceless furball. Funny. Yeah, funny. Like even when they were driving through and he's telling them like which way to go. And like, yeah. like, like, like it was, I found myself, you know, like at first going, I don't know if I, this is really, they're really pushing the the bonkers on this, the, the thing with no face. But then right. when you start to realize what it's about and the idea that, that you know, his dad is just obsessed with trying to get mm-hmm. his, his wife back and the idea and, and I liked always oh, hearing her through the rocks and it's all like, of that. oh, and that's just, a pretty tough thing to and resist. you can't get past the fact that it's just not real mm-hmm. and that he, it, it's just, he's burdened by it right and the idea that you know he was he he could have he could have been he tried to be good and it didn't work and then he passed it off to his son and they had and the the son that that was the thing though to me i thought they were going to develop i mean i did like at the very end i guess where they they handed over the 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 10 rings to or or the the what's it was 10 rings is the name of the the gang right sure i thought so but either way i they 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 handed off to the the daughter Mm mm-hmm which I liked, but I thought that they kind of moved her to the side at one point. Like yeah. She, you know, she had like a bigger role in the beginning, and then she just kind of, then as it starts to develop and the dad comes back, she just kind of, they just kind of push her to the side, and then and it's like, oh, now she takes over. Well, what I liked about it was the, I just, I, I feel like that lore of the Ten Rings is so much more um, uh, conducive to expanding the mcu i think in a in a in an honest and in a um digestible way yeah it, it didn't feel like because there's a lot that they're putting on like a lot of new mythology mm-hmm. but it never felt overwhelming and i never was worried like oh but that and so now how is like what yeah what I agree. It, and so th- there weren't too many like dots that feel it, it felt like more pieces of a puzzle yeah. were fitting I think it goes As back to your point to, when you're talking about like the multi. This is this yeah. is that simple story. Yes, yes. This is that that straight up. This is an origin story. I always love a good origin story. Yeah, and it does play into the very end. You know, get that mm-hmm. credit scene. Like I thought that um, where you have uh, Benedict Benedict. Um, oh my God, from uh, Doctor Strange, Cumberbatch. Not Cumberbatch, isn't it? The oh my gosh, uh, Wong. Wong. Thank yeah. you. So he, I love because everyone was so convinced that. In that scene that we saw when that trailer came out, mm-hmm. that it was Abomination that he was fighting from Hulk. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It was just some other somebody else. And yeah. then so Wong winds up beating his ass, and then he goes out, takes off, and then they have that scene with Hulk and and Captain Marvel mm-hmm. at the end. I thought that was a good touch. It's yeah. a good way to kind of entering them into the fray. And and there was that, and there's with, with those moments of comedy that we were talking about. How that's where Aquafina always shines, right? 
I didn't buy the stuff with her as the archer though. Like that's that that stuff to me was that that's when I started. I was a little. I was fine with that. Yeah, it's the same type of stuff that I have. I, I there's another thing I'm gonna talk about soon. It's like I I don't mind when they have when it's like okay, this is the thing that you that I've that we've given that you're gonna be able to do, and once you do it, you're mm-hmm. gonna be great at it. Right. But give it some time. Right. Like, right, let's, right. Let's like let's let's figure like there's something else again. We're reviewing something soon, where particular person is just wreck and shop mm-hmm. and it's like i want to see you wreck shop right but he's into it because it's like it first of all if you start at 100 there's nowhere else to go <laughs> and but this is a little different i guess because you know there's it's just the the reasoning behind it was she's got she's got to shoot that she's got to shoot that dragon she's got to hit the clutch shot right she's there hit that I've shot been playing it. basketball that long but yeah. you got to you got to drain this deep three it it all go, the training stuff it all goes back to and you may not remember this I do we might not have been together you saw X Men First Class <laughs> it was before. Riley so it was Riley yeah but did you see it again with me I don't know maybe i love that movie because i remember sitting in the theater i think it was with you and and again everybody liked the movie but there was like an audible kind of like murmur chuckle when jennifer lawrence delivers that line like because they have this like huge training yeah, like yeah. at the mansion that she's like but we've been training so hard all week and it's like this is only a, w- a week yeah you only have a week to fight this yeah it's, it's true they've been training camp for a week week yeah, yeah, it's and and so now it's like that timeline is is even truncating more. Yeah, where it's like you discovered something special about yourself. You have three minutes to perfect your craft before you got to go up against the it's biggest true. baddie no, in the galaxy. It's, it's a lot of forgivable stuff in all these things too. I just I right before you got here, I was I was responding to the um, comments on our Spider Man. Yeah, Far From Home, not Far From Home. Yeah, Far From Home. And there was a guy who I th- and. Correct, I, the guy's going to correct me, but Denmark. And it doesn't need to, remember there's that scene when Spider-Man just gets his ass kicked by Mysterio mm-hmm. and he, goes, he passes on in a train. He winds, winds up in some like small little village. Right. So his commenter was like, this pissed me off because here's really what would happen in that case. A, he would, this little town, it wouldn't happen. They would have checked them at customs. There would have been these things. I'm like, yeah, but there's also like beings flying around in the air. Right, there's right. also superheroes. Like you right. little things you got to let pass. You know, like little things you got to go. It could doesn't mean it doesn't have you can't go. Well, wait a minute. But you got to let it pass. Otherwise, because you let those things. I try to save that for the big stuff. I I think we all have those things. And so my issue with the with the No Way Home trailer was, I think, like the big stuff. Yeah. You go back to Far From Home. Again, the kid made already a huge blunder by giving yeah. Mysterio Tony Stark's glasses. Right. And it's, so you'd think you'd yeah. learn from that. Again, that's like a normal 17-year-old kid. Maybe I can say he's never he been a wizard the before. He didn't, want the, he didn't want the responsibility. This, point, this is a special 17-year-old. Yeah, I know. But still, it doesn't mean that he's still not 17. What all the stuff you did when you are 17. I was never recruited to fight international. You never got, you never got bit by a spider? Intergal- I never got bit by a spider. Yeah, right. But that does, well, no, if, I did get bit by a spider. Yeah, but you never got powers because of Not it. a radioactive spider. Right, but imagine if you did. And, and you'd still be the same Mark Ellis. You'd still be that same. And, and you know, I like to think I could hold it together. Imagine you're well, getting. Back then, you'd be swinging for nachos. You're getting a vasectomy. I don't care what age you are. You're yeah. staying perfectly still until the doctor completes the procedure. True. You're not. Freaking out in the middle of it, saying, "Oh wait, can you not cut the whole thing? Can you just cut a little bit?" Right. So a little- I know. Yeah, yeah, look, you're not wrong. I can't stand these decisions these characters are making these days. Well, look, you got a better decision to make, Mark, because DraftKings. I'm back. in, and I know that you're excited. I know that you're watching football. That's what you do. It's what I do for a living. And it is Thanksgiving this Thursday, so be thankful for family. 
Be thankful for food and be thankful for free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It has a turkey day no-brainer that you can't miss. New customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and you can win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Ellis just woke up. <laughs> if Sportsbook isn't available in your state Come yet, on, Washington. you can still get in on the Thanksgiving NFL action. So make your first deposit and you can play free for millions with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. But here's what you have to do. you got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, use the promo code BIGTHING, and bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game, and you can win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code BIGTHING this Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, I'm in, man. I, I believe in, uh, you know, I believe in football for another week with my team. You know, big win over uh, over the GOAT. So, yeah, you know, that was big. So we'll see. What are, you, what are you doing for the holidays? You going home? Going to Florida for Thanksgiving. What's in Florida? Uh, my uncle and okay. his family. Mom's going to fly down oh, okay. there. Aunt what and, part? Uh, uh, near St. Pete-ish, oh, a little like Bradenton. You should call my brother. Yeah. Probably probably around that area. I, you, uh, you perform while you're there? Him and I text frequently. Um, no. No. No? No plans to, no. All right. Well, don't brag about it. No, but my uh, my mom texted me. She's like, hey, uh, some of the family is going to do an escape room Friday night, like the Friday oh, after yeah. Thanksgiving, and they want to know if, if you if you were in. And I was like, um, I'm out. Yeah. You don't like to do things anymore. I don't like to do escape rooms. I I feel like five I've never years done ago, one. So I feel maybe. like five years ago you would have. Uh, ten years ago I would. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it, I I think maybe getting more um, responsibilities and more um, more jobs, which is great. And uh, I just I don't know. I I think that a lot of times, you know, you're younger, you agree to things. You're like, oh, that could be fun. That could. We'll see how it goes. And now I'm just yeah. kind of. I think that there's been a hard, much like the stuffing. I prefer. Yeah. There's a hardened crust. About me now, yeah, and it's very hard to uh, to penetrate that, I which is why you, I, I kind of like it more. This mark, yeah, no, it's it's a pretty, it's yeah. I really don't I don't feel you're, bitter in my heart. You're like I think you're I come like, off that way. You're not to me. You're like me without the kids. Okay, I get it. I yeah, don't, I understand you. More. Well, yeah, because the, the pushback is like, oh, you don't do escape rooms. What you don't like fun? It's like, of course I like fun. It's, it's I live but you, for fun. But, you're, but it's your. What what you find it's like the same yeah. thing. There are people who like the Last Jedi, and there are people who don't. Right. There are different versions of what you like. Right. And that is exactly why, like you know, hey, hey I remember as a kid, loved roller coasters, mm -hmm. loved them. Yeah. I went on a Harry Potter ride with my daughter. I bet in Universal. Two or three years, got motion sickness. Did you really? Wanted nothing to do with it ever again. And I and I lived I lived yeah. for roller coasters as a kid. Like I had to drag I would drag everybody to go with me, mm -hmm. screaming and yelling. I would stay on there, you know, hey, let me stay again. Yeah. Now it's like cuz my daughter the other day I felt terrible. Like she goes she goes when we go back I want to go on the new one and I'm like I don't I can go near that. I'll shit. go on that with her. You should go on with oh, her. Yeah. Come with yeah. us because I can't I'm in. Come with us because I need someone to go with her because I can't. It's not a matter of not wanting to. Mm -hmm. I'll get ill and I don't want to do that. I don't, then it'll ruin the rest of the trip. You're past your coaster prime. 
I am. I, I'm excited to see because last time I went to Disneyland, again, not my choice, but yeah. um, you go to Disneyland, you know, and uh, and they have some really good coasters there. Yeah, they do. And I really enjoyed it. That was my favorite part by far. And it was it was Hyperspace Mountain or whatever it is. And uh, the one on the on California Adventure, I think it was called yeah. Scream or something. Okay. It's actually got a loop in it. Okay. And I love a good loop. I mean, I grew up going to Bush you Gardens. like the water ones? Yeah. Yeah, I like the water ones. Yeah, but and so now I'm excited because now I have a niece and two nephews who yeah. are about that age to like go to theme parks. And so right. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's see if Uncle Mark still got the stuff. Yeah. I'm and a, now I, I can buy beer at theme parks. I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to, that one is going to be your fun. I'm going to make you go. Take me up it. on it. Yeah. I you, will. you foot the bill for the butter beer and yeah. um, I'm good. We'll go because we're going to, because like, my wife and I aren't going near that thing. She really wants to go, and you can be fun Uncle Mark for that one. I'm totally in. You great. cool with uh, with people who wear sleeveless shirts at theme parks? 100%. Because that's going to be me. That's going to be everybody. <laughs> that's what happens at those parks. I, I remember thinking, like, being at Bush so Gardens you'll be around kid, your people. And just being cognizant of, yeah. like, this is how a lot of people dress. Yeah, that's probably where you got your fashion sense from. You didn't even realize it. You, you took it You took it with you for the rest of your life. And you it saw just, the, it implanted. The, the two shirts that I remember seeing people wearing at Bush Gardens being like, oh, wow, that's a real statement. Yeah. Was was one uh everybody was excited about tyson's comeback fight and so i saw what people mean, wearing really? i guess so yeah and it was like the, like mike's back or whatever but the one that i remember my brother and i were like that man that's a bold statement <laughs> what's this shirt that said new kids suck oh. like new kids on the block yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like oh man they're fighting the man you know <laughs> they're rebelling against this popular boy somewhere man. joey mcintyre is like what well, i do yeah right uh, joey mcintyre yeah, he's was, like what how did that happen he became like the cool one Remember, yeah. Jordan was the one back in the all the girls loved Jordan. Jordan Knight was pretty he's, smoking hot he's back. He's like in the, the day. accountant now. Yeah, Donnie Donnie's always been like on the same level. Yeah, Donnie's like the cop. Right, right. But he was he could either be the cop or the mobster. He the was like mobster. the bad boy, right? Yeah. Uh, Donnie was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um He's speak, also like thirty years older than him. True. <laughs> Speaking of Wahlbergs, is that you know, I people really lost their shit on the Uncharted trailer. I love that game. So you got uh you got again Tom Holland making yeah. hopefully better decisions. Um, yeah, you have uh, you have Wahlberg in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I I saw that trailer. Did you ever play the game? I never played Uncharted. Uh, okay, so then I'm curious what you think because I did play the game. Mm -hmm. I had way less of a problem than most people did with Tom Holland, like as a young Drake. Is that I, who people were reacting to more than Wahlberg? No, Wahlberg definitely is the is the one for sure who's the most. They're like, come on, that's not even close. Right. Um, but I think everybody just sees Holland now as Spider Man, mm -hmm. so they don't, like he doesn't have that same kind of swag that Nathan Drake has without the the MCU backing. Yeah, no. Well, Nathan Drake has like a certain swag about him that I just don't know if Holland pulls off yet. But he's also the younger version of who him, would you either. have cast? You're not allowed to say Nathan Fillion twenty years ago. Yeah, well, <laughs> then I have no answer. Um, you know, this I my, does my Kalinowski count? Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, my count asked you 20 years ago <laughs> all right sure. but uh but i had more of a problem with with Wahlberg. okay because the sully character like bruce campbell from like burn notice uh -huh. perfect sully like i mean and but again that's right years ago you know but that type of character or that type of Wahlberg's just like ah, you know come on kid do what you gotta do you know, get him jump jump from jump from box to box I it it felt to me like I was watching another Tomb Raider. Yeah, 
So like was it, 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 it wasn't anything special to you? No, it, yeah. it, you could show me scenes from Tomb Raider and yeah. scenes from uh, Uncharted, and I probably would not be able to. It's unfortunate, you know, but I but I get it. That'd it's be a un- fun game. I know, but we expand the schmo down into an alternate timeline where you got to just watch it. You have to watch a scene from a movie and say, is it A or B? Yeah. That's fun. Not too far away from that. That's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Like a bank robbing scene, and it's like, is this the town or Point Break? Yeah. You, know, you, you got to figure it out. I saw you guys did that for Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, the, the man, that was a break. fun episode. Yeah. Point, who was on the Point Break one with you? Uh, Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, uh, he's and he is a massive Point Break fan. And what do they, and what is, and Rotten Tomatoes has to have it wrong. What do they have it at? 69%, okay. which I was actually, because that's fresh. Yeah. And I was happy with yeah, that. Yeah, me too. But I mean, the movie, again, it's, it, it's, it's so, high, so much it's of it holds up. A, I watched it not too long ago. It's great. Did I you ever watch the remake? I saw it in the theater. The remake? Yes. Okay. I saw it in the theater, and I tweeted, because uh, I went to go pee about halfway through the movie. I remember tweeting at the urinal, as we all do, that, uh, that hey, you know, I'm halfway into the new point break, and I don't hate it yet. Yeah. And then walking out of the theater, I was like, okay, now I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, it would it would have been a good movie. But it, it, if you just called it something else, because those guys were more like extreme sports than... The, the original ex-presidents were extreme sport enthusiasts, but these fellas took it to like a new... They're like doing motocross and like right, doing all these right. other things. So you didn't they really wanted expect. to expand on it. That it, yeah, right. it could have made it a different movie. And just It's okay sometimes to say, if it's point break, but it's not point break, and go, well, this is kind of like point break. I think that does you more justice than saying this is a remake and calling it point break. You should have called it like... It, it, it would have been fine in the triple X franchise. Just, yeah, or, or just something that it's like, you know, it's like, oh, like, look, Fast and Furious, perfect yeah. example. You watch the first Fast and Furious. It's called Fast and Furious, but it's a ripoff of Point Break. It's almost it, beat for beat. Beat for beat. And nobody ever says, oh, this is a remake of Point Break and it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is just like Point Break. And then he started a franchise yeah. off of it. So, like, that's the type of stuff that you can do. Um, like, another example we we're just talking about. So, new Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. So, Afterlife is absolutely a tie in to one and two, more so one, but right. one and two. And it's a tie in as where the. You have the other Ghostbusters. Right, 2016. Which they didn't had then. I, I We talked about this back in the day when we yeah. saw it. Had they actually tied that more so into the original franchise mm-hmm. and put them as the daughters or something else and didn't make Bill Murray like a weird uh, A character. deep bunker. And, and then Ackroyd's a cab driver. It was just weird. Yeah, the right? cameos didn't hit. They didn't hit in the movie itself. It's like you had some funny, you have really funny actors in there. Hemsworth is fine. You had some really funny. I mean, again, I still like that movie. Um, for what it was, um, the, the Jaws mayor line killed me and remember. still kills what me to this it? day. Because uh, Andy Garcia plays like sort of the rotten mayor. Okay. And I think it's Kristen Wiig who says, you're, you're worse than the mayor from Jaws. And he like takes such offense to it. He's oh, like, okay. I am not the Jaws mayor. Like it was just a but, funny one. But even that, it's like even you could even try to do something where it's similar ghost hunters or something along sure. the lines where you, you have to change some of the stuff up, Firehouse and all those yeah. things. But you could have done that with just for, and it had nothing to do like the fact that it didn't matter who they were, men, women, it just mm-hmm. it didn't work together with how they were. And they sold it in that trailer. Like I remember was, that was the big problem years. you had yeah. was that it's a different universe. Yes. Again, timelines. That's right. I'm so sick of these goddamn timelines. <laughs> And and but it set it up to like where it is continuing though because it's like twenty five years ago now it's like now we're going back but it never existed in the first place so now this is the first time we're doing it and it was a little confusing you don't mess with but when you start messing with expectations Mm -hmm. that's where you get into trouble sure trouble and so putting the label of a beloved franchise either Ghostbusters or a Point Break or a now see Die Hard yeah has done it differently because Die Hard, the last wasn't two... Wasn't the sequel to Commando 2? Pretty disappointing. Wasn't the first one? Wasn't 
so something like that. It was no, based on was a novel, it? but they like it was loosely based on a novel. Yeah. But originally, Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger said no. Stallone said no. Richard Gere said no. Right. A lot of people said no. They, nobody wanted Bruce Willis because they're like, oh, the moonlighting, moonlighting guy, guy the, right. the blind right. date guy. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. And he ended up being perfect for the role. Did you know that? Uh, Bruce Willis turned down the role of Martin Riggs in Lethal Weapon. No, I don't think I And Mel Gibson turned down the role of John McClane in Die Hard. No, that's that's crazy. Yeah. And Yeah, and so you yeah. look at where those two franchises are now, and they have been so ripped off and copied. Like, they've yeah. made their own sequels that sure. have been very successful, but then ad nauseum. Speed is Die Hard in a bus. It, it's you know? it, yeah. The bus is Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. Under Siege, yeah. the boat is Nakatomi Plaza. Yep. Uh, sudden Death, Van Damme playing goalie. In an ice rink, that is not going to tell me. Well, why. that's what I mean. It's like you can do. This is because if, even if the criticism is, ah, that's just Die Hard on a boat. Mm-hmm. That's just, well, yeah, Who but cares? It was, but was it good? Yeah. And then and because Die Hard on a boat or Die Hard on a on a boat was good. Die Hard on a bus was good. Yeah. And Keanu Reeves and Steven Seagal both really good in it. Speaking great of which, actors. Warner Brothers doing a reboot of of Under Siege, by the way. Okay, that is one you should reboot. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Well, I mean, that goes back into it. You got, you Don't got, make it like the nephew of Casey Ryback no, and like just, now he's on a boat. Well, that's the thing with reboots and, and remakes is that I, I happen to like the reboot way more. Like, again, using the example, I would much rather them try to do something like Afterlife because Afterlife, Ghostbusters Afterlife. No, so you like the... It's a reboot. It's a reboot of the franchise. It's, re- no, it's not a remake. Wouldn't a reboot. No, a, a reboot. So, so you're saying Ghostbusters 2016 was a remake? Remake. That was a remake. Reboot of the franchise. I mean, there's ways to it. It, de- it depends. You could I also feel like you could also say is a sequel. You could say that. I think you could say that too. Depending, but it depends though, right? It's so I think that right now it does play as a sequel. Okay. But if it starts to go into a new franchise and there's three new movies, mm-hmm. it's rebooted the franchise. And and when you have this amount of time passed, right? Then then a proper sequel has trouble working, like Dumb and Dumber or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, you can even say that the Force Awakens, in essence, was was a reboot of the Star Wars franchise, also, right? It was a sequel, no doubt, but it was right. also a reboot of the franchise because it was because when it's like you said, when it's that dormant for mm-hmm. so long and it hasn't been hasn't been a movie, there hasn't anything. You're what you, what's what's a reboot? Starting it back up. And getting it to to yeah, move again. That universe is just held on a different level of uh, it is, but of, but in of, definition of of being sacred. Yeah. And the Force Awakens isn't a reboot simply because it leaned so much on the originals. The, yeah, so like the connective yeah. tissue is so strong there. Now, if you just had uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe running around, and they heard this myth of Luke at one point, but then it went in a totally different direction. That maybe is See, a reboot. But Ghostbusters Afterlife, from what I'm hearing, has enough connective tissue it to does. be a sequel, but it also is enough of a reboot to sort of separate itself. Yeah, see, my definition of it too, and I'm uh, is is more so is if it's rebooting the franchise to get it back on track. If it's getting like to to move it, like not remake sure. it. Like Footloose was a remake, right? Ghostbusters 2016 was a remake. When they're rebooting the franchise to get it kind of moving again, that's mm-hmm. to me in essence what a reboot is. But anyway, so yeah, we're beating around the bush. Uh, yeah, the bottom line, Ghost- there's literally no way. And I'm saying this right now on record. There is no way that a remake of Under Siege is going to be anywhere near no, as good as the original. No, nah, it can't be because of the, there's no way. There's no way, especially from the time that it's on. Like those, they don't make those the movies the same way. What was the last good Die Hard esque movie? The the one with Gerard Butler in the White House. In the first one, the first one. <sighs> what was it called? White House Down. No, Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Yeah. I like that first one, and it was I, rated, I, rated I, R. I, like I love that. all those movies. Yeah, I like it. Great. Yeah, London is falling. It's it's all right, but uh, no, the last one with Nick Nolte. 
<laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that one. Right, Dude, I totally forgot. Angel about is fallen. It's the best fallen. one. It's funny. Yeah, um, but no, there's but there's things though. There's things though in that. Like this is the big criticism for most people on on Ghostbusters Afterlife, right? It's it's that it leans too much on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of Easter eggs. There's a lot of like, hey, remember that? Remember that? Remember that? Right. Tons of it. But the thing that I don't think enough people are also taking into consideration: the movie is made by 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 Jason Reitman. Yep. Whose father made this movie? He grew up with this stuff. This was probably a massive part of his life for a long time. This is a love letter to Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and it's also a family movie. This is a very different movie. The Ghostbusters that we knew, like there's, and I I used it in the review, is that there's that line where Bill Murray famously says, "It's true, this man has no dick." <laughs> it's a different. It, it was as much made for that Saturday Night Live, like Saturday Night Live back then was more so like for the comedy club audience at ten o'clock at night. Saturday Night Live back in the, in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, so you think 1984 Ghostbusters just kind of stumbled upon this this found gold of being a family movie, even though it, it even though it necessarily wasn't made to be that? It wasn't, because it had those it had that same kind of Animal House pe- people in it, and yeah. the, same, the same circle of those guys that could really rip those types of inappropriate jokes and throw those in there. And, of course, you had some family stuff in there, but there's some stuff going on that was... You know, pretty risky. A lot of sexual tension. Yeah, and there's some of there's little of that in this one, but it's really but the the lead girl mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah, uh, yeah, Speckler's uh, granddaughter. Yeah, she's so good. She's so likable. Spangler. Uh, yeah. Spangler. Yeah. yeah, she's so she's so likable, and you're just like I I didn't know I thought it was gonna be um what's his face uh Wolfhart that was Finn, Finn Wolfhart. Yeah, I thought, was, yeah. I thought he was gonna be. Like the the lead kid, and they were yeah. going to go Stranger Things it with him, and they don't. And I like that because because he always right because he's always that guy. He's right. got a different type of role. He's just a, he's her brother, and he's that's like an awkward kid that's trying to trying to you know meet the yeah. girls in the town and trying to figure it out. And he gets involved and he helps, but it's not his story; it's her story. Mm-hmm. And and it really works because she's so charming. She's so like Paul Rudd's great. Um, and then they have uh-huh. the, the Carrie Coon from um from Leftovers. Yep. So I I found myself watch it, it's a little slow at points. I I heard it was slow and then the end slow. makes I, it worse. I teared up at the end. Good. I teared up at the end. So Good. I'm I'm curious. To, I I feel like you'd really like it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. But I mean, um, yeah, I don't watch movies anymore. So no, you don't. You know what else I feel like you'd like, Mark? What's that? I feel like you would like to brush your teeth a little bit more. I could use I some more quip should. in my life. You know you love quip. Yeah. I know you do, and you should. It's funny. Everybody that comes on this show uses quip. And they should, because you got to practice uh, health routines, man. It's very, very important, especially as you get to become two grouchy old turds like myself and Mark. Um, <laughs> it's important, and learning new habits it makes your life a lot easier. And get into it with Quip, man. So even just being having Quip and the way that it times out, and it's it just makes it it makes it fun. And what good health does, it starts with good habits, and Quip it makes it easy, it delivers the all of the oral care essentials that you need to care for your mouth. Check this out. The Quip Electric Toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths, and it has a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down. It's got a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. So on top of your brushing, you can also upgrade your Quip with a new smart motor that will track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app. And you can earn amazing awards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. Beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine. 
whether it's uh, anti-cavity toothpaste, mint and watermelon, by the way, and that it helps prevent cavities. It's got refillable gum that is sugar-free, has long-lasting mint flavor, and it comes with a dispenser. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, gum, refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. Now, if you go to getquip.com slash big thing right now, you're going to get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash big thing. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash big thing. It is Quip, the good habits company. Love that Quip. It's good stuff. Really Makes good. it easy. Really good. Convenient. Um, everything else good with you? You've been, uh, you've been gunning up a lot? Yeah. Going to D.C. That's exciting. Yeah, Thanks for the invite. Tickets at MarkEllis.live. <laughs> You know that the invitation's still there. No, Careful, I know, man. I know. I know. Uh, I'm I, next year. Next year, I'm going to take you up on it for sure. Because uh, once once we start getting into the tour and, and everything we're doing as far as uh, Schmodown and mm-hmm. we've got the spectacular coming up. Have you seen the ad? You see the ad? Yeah, I want to see the ad. Where is it? Here's the ad for the Schmodown spectacular. Don't, Don't miss the biggest, biggest event, event in movie trivia history, the Schmodown Spectacular 6. All of the championships are on the line. Lady Justice Marisol McKee looks to defend her championship for a second time. The outlaw John Roca, the final match in the outlaw's storied career. Get your tickets now, theschmodownlive.com. That's you, how you do it. You think this is the biggest uh, event that we've done so far? It's massive. It's pretty big. Yeah, because you have you have some you have a lot of new. You have some old. Yeah. You have you put it all in the Vitamix. You're talking about legacies on the line. You're talking about people trying to build their legacies, trying to establish themselves. Full card now announced at this yeah. point. So we yeah. got. Um, you want to give predictions? I don't do predictions. You don't do predictions. I yeah, I think it's, it's fair. I don't Stay think neutral. it's. Uh, I don't think it's fair. I don't do it either. Yeah. Um, yes, you do. No, I don't. No, I don't because it's good. you do in your head in my head. Yeah, but don't anytime, even let my if I, do, if I do it on the air, like oh, I get texts. Oh, you're my you're my nah. favorite. You, you you said you're his. They're your favorite. You want them to win. You want this to. I don't even let the synapses exhausting. connect in my head like that. It's exhausting. Yeah, um, professional. Yeah, you know. And other than that, everything else has been going pretty good. I think we got you know this channel now is moving. We got over twenty over twenty twenty two thousand now. It's not you're welcome. It's it's old. It really reminds me of the old school days, though. Like, cause I'm this uh-huh. one. I've been building out like really on my own. Like, you know, we yeah. we have the uh, we for for Schmodown. There's we have all the help that we have over at Skybound. Mm-hmm. But over here, it's like me, Derek, the marketing guy who's amazing, right? And um and Scott, our podcast guy. We're really the only three that are really. I have yet to meet a Derek or a Scott. I don't think so. Yeah, Scott's not in town, but Derek, Derek, mm-hmm. dude, this guy, marketing is, genius. Not only just a marketing genius, like really invested in like the, the analytics and like the idea. And him and I will be talking about back and forth about okay, this is the, the audience really seems to be digging this. We should try to do this. We should do. He's that. your uh, he's your Jonah Hill to your Brad Pitt. He is in Moneyball, but he is, and it's like, we, but he knows what I want to do. Where I want to do stuff that I'm just like talking about, like mm-hmm. this type of stuff, yeah. and just like because uh, I don't want to do well. So this is tracking. So you should talk about this. No, you want to talk about the things you want to talk about. Yes. A lot of times those do line up with yeah. the the, so the big topics of the day. Well, House of Gucci, right? So House of Gucci is an example like that. A lot of people. I didn't do a trailer reaction to that one. Yeah, right? people are really interested in this movie. It's a movie I want to see. Mm-hmm. So I went and saw it. Checked it out. You know, like the Haw- Hawkeye. 
people want to talk about it. People want to hear about it. Yep. Spider-Man. People want to talk about it. People want to hear about it. I want to see those movies. Yeah. Rocky vs. Drago. Put that out there because obviously that's something. I wish I would have gotten that out a little earlier because I think people were like hyped up when it first came out. But, but still. <laughs> like me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, there's, there's something to this where I just get, and, and I've had this issue for a while. Yeah. I remember thinking this when Ang Lee's Hulk came out. Because I saw the I, I saw the commercial for Hulk. It debuted uh, during the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the movie came out like that summer. But it was like the Super Bowl was like, oh my god, that is Hulk! And they had the, uh, um, it, it, you know, it, like music blaring, and it was awesome. And I was so excited. I would have gone to see it the next day. And then just something waned yeah. in me. And so now I see all these trailers. Like even Rocky Four, it was like I was ready to run through a brick wall watching that trailer, and then time passes, and you're like, yeah, yeah, "I'll what's next? figure it out." Yeah, yeah, what's next? Yeah, are you are you, besides ESPN of old Washington games? What are you watching yeah. right now? To <laughs> anything? <laughs> they haven't had us on ESPN in a minute. Um, I watched uh, Dope Sick. Oh, how is that? Really, That's really cheap, good. Right? Yeah, yeah. Really, really heartbreaking. I mean, it's yeah. it's a true story about the opioid crisis, and it's just it, it, this one little town in in tennessee but then they also like you just look at the i i, I some of it's dramatized because i've yeah. seen the, the hbo did a great two-part documentary series on it but man Tough. those purdue pharma but the sacklers it's oh, hulu man right? hmm? hulu hulu yeah yeah and your boy michael stuborg is uh is is great in it okay. as a very conniving evil genius where are you at with dexter i know you started with dexter still in season one but okay. i'm gonna keep uh blasting through that and i'm gonna watch uh the witcher Okay, is this for On work? Apple TV, yeah. Okay, <laughs> there's no way you're just gonna no, venture I, into. I'm not saying you wouldn't be interested in it. Yeah, but you venturing into it on your own. There's no way unless it's for work. No, I I realized I didn't I didn't know this yeah. until last night. I actually have been paying for Paramount Plus. So I'm like, oh, oh, let's give this a shot. It's good. The mayor of Kingstown with uh, Kyle Chandler and Jeremy Renner. Good. Um, no, not good. I something happens in in, in episode one. Yeah, where I'm like. I I don't think I'm making the distance with this. Too stupid. No, just what? something what happens? happens. Tell me. Who I'm not going to tell you why. I'm not I'll tell you that. once the cameras are off. Fine. It, it it could be interpreted All right. as a spoiler. Now there uh, might be another timeline where that event uh, doesn't ever happen, or it might be a timeline where you actually told me on the air and stop being a dick. About I just it. wonder if it's a cop out. Yeah. At some know. point where it's like, you know what? Uh, we really wrote ourselves into a cop. Well, uh, you know, Halloween Kills timeline. is on Paramount Plus too. Who? Halloween Kills. Uh, Halloween Kills is on Peacock. That's what I meant. Yes, you did. Yes. They There's both other start stuff. with P. Paw Patrol's on Paramount Plus. I'm hearing great things about that movie. You heard that from Justine Marino. I did. Yes. She went to go see it I all know. by herself. My 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 four-year-old loves it. Yeah. So does Justine Marino. You see that Clifford the Big Red Dog? I did see it. I did watch it. Is it, it good? Uh, that dog know. looks adorable. Yeah. It's, you know, it's is it a great movie? No. But is it, I mean, that's the thing. I, I watch movies differently now, like when I have, when I'm watching with the kids. Like I, I look, if I'm, if I'm sitting down, I'm, I was playing with the dog mm -hmm. on the floor and I look over and I see my four-year-old and my ten-year-old laughing. Automatically, this movie becomes special to me. Look at you! But it's true. It's like you know, okay, that's a moment mm -hmm. that I see them and that's making them happy. Yeah. So for that, I'm like, this is this, and, and there's this guy who's on. He, I forget what his name is. English actor who he plays an American in this movie, but he was in Jungle Cruise and he plays. They like all the, play Americans. Yeah, I know. You know, true. I'm British. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't want to. Really, I didn't know if I was supposed. It was like a secret identity. I was supposed to keep it quiet. Not most anymore. of the secret most of the friends you you folks have at home that you think are American, yeah, they're British. They're all British. And the ones that are not, Russian right, spies. Before we get out of here, uh, what's the love life like? You dating anybody? Nope. Good for you. 
All right, let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> moving on, everyone. So thank you guys so much for joining us. It is Monday. We're going to be Wednesday. Got Matt Sarah on, the great Matt Sarah. Oh, that'll be fun. It's fun, man. I can't wait to uh, to have everybody listen to our conversation. It was, a, it was a blast. We talk about a lot of a lot of some some of the same things, a lot of different things here, too. But his take is so it's just he's more excitable than I. Dude, he's not a Debbie Downer, but he's so he loves Dune, loves it. I do, too. But he still got to see it. Loves Dune. And he goes off about Dune yeah? in a great way. It's 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 infectious when you When's when you the next Dune coming out? Uh, probably not for a bit cuz he cuz it just got greenlit like a couple months ago. Like oh, we haven't ago. even made the I, I thought it was one of those. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I thought it. it was one of them. Hey, let's just yeah. shoot all of them if at I was, the same time. If I was to guess, probably say 2023-2024. Good. Yeah. Give Make us, us wait. Make us wait. Like the old days. Right, we're not going to make you wait too much longer. You got Wednesday for the big thing with Sarah um, and then Friday is the big um the big finale of the Spider-Man rewatch series with me, Winston Marshall. We do an Into the Spider-Verse. Check out Mark Ellis, uh, markellis.live, where he's going to be performing. Washington, D.C., December 16th through the 19th. That's right. And check him out on Rotten Tomatoes. That's on Peacock. Um, and then, uh, yeah, after that, next week, we have a bunch of stuff. I got my reviews of House of Gucci and the first two episodes of Hawkeye this week. So... Thanks, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving, but I'll see you on Wednesday. But have a great Thanksgiving, and see you on the flip side. Homie. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Forget that. <laughs> Gotta do that. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding your motorcycle with your buddies on the open road. It's a potent cocktail of thrills, laughter, and pure adrenaline. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. I'm real proud of you, son. Wow, that was terrible. Our apologies for even trying. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.